You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to the AZ Wildcats podcast. Great deal going on. $5 on any of these tournament games. New customer only. You get $200 in free plays if you win. All right. Now, let's talk some U of A football with U of A, ex-U of A running back, U of A color commentator, the one, the only, Lamont Lovett. How you doing, Lamont? I'm doing great, Mike. How you doing, buddy? Not too bad. Not too bad. You know, what? It's funny. So I've been out to a few practices. I was in uh, traveling, following the basketball team quite a bit. So not as many as I would have liked, but I'll say this. I don't know how many wins next year's squad's going to get. I'm not going to get into that, but I can say that this team looks significantly more talented than it did at this time last year. What would you say to that? There's no question about that. Um, Everything that I've seen so far, they've they've gotten, uh, particularly on offense, they've gotten um, a lot more explosive on offense, um, the wide receiver position, um, the offensive lines a year, you know, more matured in the system. Um, you got that secondary that, uh, they got coming back. You got some, some good returners coming back. I mean, he's, he's on Keon bar, uh, bars mm-hmm. is one guy that's going to be a great player coming back. Uh, guys like uh, Christian young, um, Roland Wallace. I mean, you got some experienced players that are, that are going to, be back out there and guys that have, have played some meaningful, uh, you know, snaps already. So I think it's going to be a significantly improved team. Um, again, when you now you're, you're to the point to where you're not so much learning the system, right. where it's, you know, you're just perfecting, you're working on your technique, the fundamentals. And, and I think the talent is there. And, and at the, key, mo- the most important position on the field, in my opinion, quarterback, uh, they've gotten significantly better. And that's where, I think, you know, they're really going to make an impact. You're going to see the impact, and it's going to show up immediately. You know what's crazy is, obviously, Jed Fish has done an amazing job as a recruiter. Anybody that couldn't see that very early on wasn't watching. But, you know, Lamont, what really showed me what an elite-level recruiter Jed Fish was, not wasn't necessarily getting to Tora McMillan, although that should have been the one because, again, you've got a five-star receiver. The fact that he was able – once Jaden Delora, Washington State quarterback, hits the transfer market, keep in mind, this is a guy with 
big time accolades. Your Pac-12 freshman of the year in the conference, that's that's something that only one player gets per year. And the fact exactly. that he the fact that Jed Fish was able to sell him on it doesn't matter what we did last year. Look what we're building. Look what we've got. That to me was the one where it was like, wow, you just got a guy that could start at a lot of different programs and you sold him on the vision that you got. Yeah, that I don't think we can really quantify how big, you know, of a catch that was. I mean, we got to see it, you know, live in person. Right. I, I, I didn't see it very clearly, but I got to see it when I was out there in Pullman last year. Right, right. Absolutely torched us. And then, you know, after that game, I went back and, you know, I, I've been watching a significant amount of film on him. And it's just what's so impressive is his his accuracy on the deep ball. It's, it's mm-hmm. amazing how he can fit the ball into, into certain spots. And, I mean, I just some of the deep passes that he's he's completed, it's just amazing. And um, I think, you know, all of a sudden now we've got a little bit more length. We've got some, you know, we've got some athlete, athletes out there, like some people like to call we got the Frisbee catching dogs out there where you can just right. throw it up. These guys can go up and grab it. Um, we got speed now. We got, you know, Jacob Cowling, really impressive receiver to transfer from UTEP and actually, you know, Phoenix kid, uh, just impressive all the way around. So, yeah, I think we got a lot to be excited about and everything that I've seen, you know, he's just a big play waiting to happen. And every time that I've been to practice, I, he's made a big play. So let's talk about the wide receiver position because you've got it. This goes from being a massive question mark last year too. And again, I'm not saying it's the best unit, but I'm just saying on paper, if you just look talent by talent by talent, this is one of the handful of best units in the conference. How many other people, how many other teams have a Jacob Cowing who goes for over 1,300 yards at a Division I program? And Lamont, every practice I've been out to, he's clearly been one of the best players on the field. Tatora McMillan is going to be, in my opinion, this is probably the best jump ball threat we've had since what, Jerron Kreiner? I mean, Yeah, that, you know that. That's yeah, that's what we're talking. About. That's what we're talking about right there. And then you don't even you're not even getting into guys like a Dorian Singer who flashed at the end of last season. This is an exciting unit, Lamont, and you've yeah. got to give this coaching staff a big tip of the cap for the overhaul right here. Oh yeah, that, there's no question about that. They, the one thing that if if, if they know anything about Jed's uh, staff, that they recruit. I mean, they recruit right. like nobody's business. And I think you know, arguably, you could say these guys are some of the best recruiters in our conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, what they've done in really such a small amount of time is just nothing short of impressive. Um, and you, you're see, starting to see, you know, the, for the people who like that, you're starting to see those four and the five star guys yep. and you know, guys that we in a while, well. In, in recent history, we hadn't seen really give us a lot of the time of day. Right. That, you know, little guys are all considering and they're looking and they're looking seriously at Arizona. And then when they get here, they're they're impressed with what right. they're seeing and the message that they're hearing. So, you know, that uh, the message of the staff is resonating with kids. And that's what's, you know, that's exciting um, because I, I really believe the coaching acumen is there on the staff up and down um, all the way around. You got all the NFL experience. You got all the guys that have been in, in the you know, in, in football for so long. And, and when you, when you start adding talent to the equation, um, I, I just think the results are, are it's inevitable what's going to happen. I mean, you just have to stay the course and continue to work the system. I thought you made an interesting point right there. When you talked about the recruiting and the stars, it's great mm-hmm. to have the stars. The one thing that I've always been more interested though, is what other schools are recruiting you? Like, let's use you, for example, Lamont, you talk, you talk your recruiting story before. If I've got Washington on you back in the day, along with Arizona, 
I'm going to take my chances that enough coaches right there know what they're talking about. And it's the same with these guys. You just look across the board. You've got USCD commits at wide receiver. You've got obviously McMillan. You've got Cowing. You've got a guy in Jonah Coleman who we're going to get to a minute that looks a little bit different. All of these guys had big time offers. It wasn't, you weren't competing against the two lanes and the UL Lafayette's of the world. You were competing against the best of the best. Yeah. And I I think, you know, it's easy to be lazy and recruit sometimes and just say, look at who these guys are recruiting these guys. But it, it is an indication, no matter what, it is an indication when, right. when you see that, you know, all the schools that are in your conference. So, you know, and, and when you see staffs that you respect and they're recruiting them, that's when you're like, OK. Um, but the, the other thing about recruiting is I think you have to be really, really confident in your evaluation and you really have to know what it looks like. And I really, this is what I, what excites me about this staff is, you know, the guys that they are recruiting, once you look at the film and everything, you're like, okay, these guys know what it looks like. They know what they're looking for. And um, so I I feel very comfortable, you know, in their evaluation. And now it just so happens that these same guys are guys that everybody else is recruited too. But again, just emphasizes the point that they know what they're doing out there. Um, But I love it. I mean, I, I, I I love watching these guys when I'm at practice, I like to watch the coaches coach, you know, that's for Mm -hmm. me, that's more, more, I like to look at the players, but I also like to see, you know, the coaches and, and, the, and the attention to detail. And, and, you know, I like to watch them take kids through drills and I like to see what type of teachers they are. And, and I'm telling you, man, up and down the staff, you got great teachers. You got guys that are not only, you know, that have only been in the game for a long time. They know how to teach the game. They know how to teach it. And I, I was, I, you know, watched the, the wide receivers go through drills and I watched, you know, just the attention to footwork and, you know, how, how you place your hands, all that stuff. I'm like, okay, these guys, it's exciting. It's impressive to watch. It really well, let's is. get to that teaching position in just a second. But first, I want to tell you about the DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. Lamont, <laughs> what's your favorite NFL team? The Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> Are you a Kansas City Chiefs guy? All right, I'll give you an example here. Probably looking at maybe taking a little bit of a step back. You bring in Juju, but okay. you've also got that pick right there. You got Patrick Mahomes. You're going to be more than okay. I think people need to look at it and say, all right, maybe people overreact a little bit on the Chiefs. Chiefs are still going to get 12 wins. You'd want to go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app and do that. Great deal going on right now, the NCAA tournament. And you've got four teams, obviously. Pick one team to win. $200 in free plays, $5 down. Arizona only, 21 and up. Gambling problem call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Lamont, uh, I was going to say, you and Matt Muehlbach, both Kansas City Chiefs guys, I like it. Yeah, I became a Chiefs fan uh, in the '90s. My, I had a cousin. Uh-huh. His name is Donnell, Donnell Bennett. He he uh, played at Donnell Bennett was your cousin. Yeah, fullback. Yeah, my cousin, uh, and and he played at Miami at the same time when I was at Arizona. I uh, was really the same age, and um, he got drafted by the Chiefs. And and uh, and so when he got drafted, I started watching the Chiefs. And then a couple of things happened in the same year. He got drafted by the Chiefs. Rob Waldrop, a guy who I played with, got drafted by mm-hmm. the Chiefs. And then uh, they, Joe Montana, who was kind of an idol for me growing up, got right. became the agent for the Chiefs. And then Marcus Allen, who was one of my idols growing up, became a Chief. All that, that all happened at the same time, and that's when I officially became a Chiefs fan in the nineties. <laughs> Lamont, at some point when you've got all those converging factors, somebody somewhere up above, someone's saying, "Hey, dude, you need to be rooting for this team right here." Yeah, and then when they got to the Super Bowl and won it a few years ago, it was kind of you know that's kind of the pinnacle when your team went to Super Bowl. So it's. It's been, so, it's been a, a nice few years. 
You mentioned uh, you mentioned the coaching staff because I think you made a great point there about how interesting they are to watch because they all have their own little different personalities. You know, everybody generally zeroes in on you know Jed Fish, but I like watching Brennan Carroll. You know, you you see who certain guys that he can get on, and uh, he was getting on to, uh, Big Jonah the other day at practice, uh, Savanea, and you can tell it's because. These guys are pushing these guys because they know the talent that they're working with. They're not calling people out just because they want to yell. They know the kind of talent. But you're you're right though. There's a real there's a real synergy with this coaching staff that's exciting. Yeah, and I, and I really you know it's kind of the top down approach. You have to you always have to look at the head coach first. You know, um, one of the things I learned growing up is the coaching staff is always going to be a reflection of that head coach. You know, mm-hmm. if, the, if the head coach is a dynamic guy. He's going to look for dynamic guys to be on his staff. And those guys are, they're always kind of mimicking what the head coach does. And so up and down, every guy that I've, you know, when I've heard him talk and seen him in interviews, right. these guys, I mean, it's, they got a flair to him. it's really hard to not be impressed. He, he put a lot of thought into this coaching staff, great mentors, um, great technicians on the field. Um, all of them can recruit every single one of them because they wouldn't be on the staff if they couldn't, because that's, right. that's an emphasis here. So yeah, it's I'm I'm I'm, I'm to say I'm impressed is, is an understatement. I'm super impressed with these guys. What's your take on Coach Nansen now uh, sliding in place of a Don Brown? I think that was a shrewd pick. Uh, <laughs> I do by, too. By sure. Really shrewd. And then after um, I got a chance to uh, to chat with him a little bit at uh, at one of the practices that I was at, he was talking to a, a few guys that we, we were all there just. Uh, he played, remember him when he played at Washington State, played mm-hmm. Palouse Posse, and that really good defense, and we were kind of all just kind of sharing some stories, talking, but uh, impressive. I mean, he's a great, obviously, first and foremost. Um, you know, I, I haven't had a, a whole lot of time to watch him coach, but I know that his reputation precedes him as an incredible recruiter, and right off the bat, you know, he's coming in here, and, and with his ties to the Polynesian community and, and being on USC staff and being at UCLA, being in all these places – you know, he brings a, a great deal of experience. And then just from hearing, you know, I always listen to what the players say about the coach. A lot of times you can get, you know, you can get some idea, ideas there. And, and these guys talking about how he's really teaching them the game inside of the game. And right. he's you know, forcing these guys to learn offenses and things like that. That stuff just makes, you know, it gives me goosebumps, man, because that's what it's all about. You know, when you have players that are coaches on the field too, they're not just lining up and hoping and trying to figure out what's happening. They're lining up and already saying, okay, they're in this formation. Based off this formation, this player, this play could be coming my direction. And then when the ball snapping, they're already taking a step in the right direction right. because, you know, they've, they've diagnosed what's going on. That's the type of thing that you just want to see. Um, and, and he's he's bringing that type of, you know, that type of mentality to the field. And then he's, he's just all energy. I mean, I, I see a great deal of energy um, with him on the on, – and that's just – that's contagious. You know, it's contagious to the players. It's contagious to the defense. And you, you see all this excitement in practice. And you see these guys, when they make a play, everybody's run out on the field. That stuff is a contagious, man. And that's that's really what you want to see. Before we slip, uh, flip over to the defensive side, we got to talk about your unit now, the running mm-hmm. backs. What yeah. uh, what stuck out to you right now? The one guy that I've noticed quite a bit, I really like Jonah Coleman. He's yeah. I think he's far. He's 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 further along than I expected him to be. You're the expert. What do you look at when you see at that room right now? Uh, complete back. Um, he's he's really got <laughs> he's got a lot of characteristics that you like to see. He's got good speed. Um, he's got good size. He's compact, muscular. I mean, thick. Right. You know, um, powerful. Breaks tackles. Um, can catch the ball out of the backfield. Got great instincts. Um, 
you know, when I looked at his high school film, the first thing that this, that, that, uh, that stood out to me, I'm like, this guy gets in the open a lot, you know, yes. he breaks in and, and, you know, the first guy never tackles him. Those, those are all signs of, of a good back. Um, and then everybody that says that, that talks about him says he's a sponge and says he's really intelligent. So, I mean, when you got all those elements together, man, it's, you know, he, he, he's, and he works, he works like a maniac. I, I, I watched, you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of a nerd where I like to go and, and find as much information as I can right. watch training with guys back in, in Northern California and watching, you know, just watching this guy put in the time in the gym. So you got a gym rat, you got a guy that's got natural ability. Uh, then you got a guy that's got the work ethic. I mean, you know, and he's a student of the game. So, I mean, you got yourself something right there. Blocking for him and obviously the rest of the unit. Um, it really caught my attention earlier this year when Jed Fish started talking about Jonas Sabanea. Because you look at the recruiting class, and again, we're all suckers for the stars, or at least me. But, you know, he kind of slid in there. It wasn't like that he wasn't recruited. But, you know, when you got a lot of four and a couple, you know, and a five-star, yeah. a little bit under the radar. When Jed Fish said that he is one of the most physically powerful men that he's ever coached and that he's never seen anybody that could carry 330 like he does, oh, you got my attention at that point. So oh, then you see Savinea and – Oh my gosh. I mean, this is, you don't see freshmen that are 330 that look like they can literally have ab muscles that are showing there, Lamont. Yeah, no, he's a good looking 330. You like to see the the 330 this way and and like this and not all down here, you know, and and he's like, he's a good looking 330. And, uh, you know, he's he's got the Polynesian roots and it's just, you know, they they, they grow big out there. So he's a a, a big kid and he's physically just powerful and strong and he's got the work ethic. And um, they play good football in Hawaii. Let's just let's face it; they play a good brand of football in Hawaii. Right. They're teaching it very well. I mean, you got guys, you know, probably per capita that come off the island and make it to the NFL. It's not; it's 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 a pretty high, yeah. pretty high number. So, yeah, he that that was a, that was a great pickup. All right, defense. Now switching over to the defensive side of the ball, a guy that has stuck up also. Christian Young has looked. Christian Young has looked good this spring. You look at him. What do you look for in the defensive backfield? And then we'll switch over to kind of the front. Um, you like to have guys that have range. Um, the guys that can. And, and the neat thing about the defensive backs that we have, they are they they have length. Um, they 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 like they're not afraid to come up and tackle. Christian uh, Roland, uh, I mean, uh, CY Christian Young mm-hmm. is a guy that played in the box a lot last year because of the role he played. Um, the position I forget what they called it, the position last year that he played. Um, but it was kind of like a rover type of position where he, kind of he, Viper. he played in the box. What do what we call it again? Viper. Viper, yes, Viper. And, um, you know, he shut down. There, there really wasn't a tight end in our conference that, that got off on him the whole year. Right. He shut everybody down. And, um, so that's a weapon in and of itself because he's exceptionally athletic. Um, he's a big guy, but he's fast. He's got track speed. Right. He's put together. He can. He's, he's basically a, a, a linebacker back there. So – that's a guy that I really am expecting to blossom this year and, and potentially be an all-conference player. I, I'd be surprised if he's not. I think this is, for him, is going to be a big year. I think Christian Roland Wallace was dominant the entire year last year. Mm-hmm. Now these guys are starting to play, you know, a little zone and they're doing these matchup zones. And so when you got that combination of guys that can, if you need them to lock down, they can lock down, but then they can get back there and be in zone. And then as soon as you come into the area, they, t- they, they turn it, it turns into man coverage. Um, yeah, I think it's it's going to be an exciting it's going to be exciting to see these guys play. All right, you mentioned uh, you mentioned Keon Bars earlier. There's a lot of intriguing things that I think are going along the defensive line. 
talk about bar, bars here in just a second, obviously dealing with a little bit of a foot. But uh, Jalen Harris, let's start there. He's back. He's a guy, obviously comes from U of A football royalty, looks yeah. the part in spades. Yeah. What what does Arizona need from Jalen Harris this year in Lamont's opinion? He just needs to be that dude this year. And I, I really think that that he's going to be. I, mm-hmm. the, the cool thing about getting him back a year is, um, a, he comes from good stock list, like we say, his dad, you <laughs> know, sure. played it, his dad is an All-American, All-Conference, um, you know, stud for the Desert Swarm. I used to hate having to block his dad. Big two say, that probably wasn't fun. 250-pound oh, inside linebacker is not <laughs> Back fun. in those days. And he was, a, and his dad was a great athlete, and, and he passed that athleticism down uh, to Jalen. And, and his mom, his, both, of, both mm-hmm. of his parents are athletes. Um, Jalen is a guy that, you know, to, to give you an idea about his athleticism, he played wide receiver in high school. There right. times where he, he lined up at wideout and was good, you know. Right. And so the, the fact that he has his hand in the ground right now kind of tells you the type of athlete that he is. And then he goes 260, um, and, he, and he's continuing to to be a sponge and to learn the game better. And he's, he's starting to get into the box, playing the box now a little bit more. Um, and he's really doing a great job of, you know, beca- becoming a pass rusher, becoming a student of the game. I think he, he's a guy that could really be dominant, could have 10, 11 sacks this year. I don't, I don't think that's out of the question um, to, to have him doing that this year. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing him just have his hand on the ground and come off the edge and just be that dude, you know, tear up a tight end. Um, but at the same time, be a terror coming off the edge. He has the ability to do that. And he's strong enough too, you know, to, to play the run. And he, so he can do it all. It really is an impressive. It really is an impressive family. I mean, you look at it. When I first saw Jason, I'll give you an idea. I first saw Jason Harris when he was a sophomore, and I didn't even see him on the football field. It was on the basketball court, yeah. and I, you know, it's funny. And I've told his mother this. I mean, this that's a unique situation when you have a kid that could play high level Division One football. And trust mm-hmm. me, he was a high level Division One basketball player as well. Yeah. He's He's a guy to he's a guy to definitely keep an eye on because he's got he's got a, such a long angular build, but he also obviously we talked about it. His athleticism is certainly there. He's going to be an interesting guy to keep an eye on this year. Oh, there's no question about it. I, I've talked to his dad before, and his dad said that you know, yeah, you Jalen's good, but he's good. Jason's going to be good. You know, he's he's told right. me that a long time ago. I said, oh, okay, um, but it's I think what he's alluding to is that he he does have that athleticism. And, and when the light bulb starts to, to really click, when he's able to put it all together, I think he's going to be, you know, he, he has the ability to be really dominant too, how big, how long he is right. and how big he is. And, he, and, he, and every time I see him, he looks bigger. Every time I see him, he's, you know, physically, he right. he's, he's stronger. So as long as what he needs to continue to do is just continue to develop as an athlete, continue to be a bender, to be able to bend, to continue to, you know, have those hip, be able to move his hip, uh, bend at the hips and, and continue to just be, you know, powerful because he's already athletic he's super right. athletic um and, and when he starts to put it all together you're gonna have you're gonna have a a, a really prototypical dominant defensive end coming off the edge there there's some real potential there let's talk about um uh let's talk a little bit about uh, sean seeley's got some questions here i also want to talk to you a little bit about keon bars paris shan but also DraftKings sportsbook app Code word PHNX. Throw down $5 on the tournament. You get $200 in free plays if that team wins. New customers only. Or if you want to wait until the football season and say, you know what, Lamont's Chiefs are being a little bit undervalued there. Or, heck, maybe you're a a Broncos fan and you look for the uh, Chiefs to be a little bit overvalued. That's the place (laughs) you want to go. 
DraftKings <laughs> Sportsbook app, code word THNX. Okay, um, I'm I'm excited. I'm in, this is an interesting question here, uh, Sean Seeley. Can we break forty thousand fans for average attendance? I'll put it to you like this: I'm, yeah. I'm not the when you go out to practice, and people should if they get an opportunity, because not a lot of teams open practice to the fans. You can see mm-hmm. for yourself. Again, I'm not saying that this team's going to win the national championship, but you will see a marked difference just in enthusiasm, talent across the board. The coaching is top notch. Lamont, I think if people just go to spring practice, they'll answer their questions about whether they should they should be optimistic about the future of U of A football. Oh yeah, it's it's really easy to see. I, I you know I like to. I, I I feel confident in my eyes and what I'm seeing, but I like when I go out there. I, I was out there uh, recently with another one of my good friends. Uh, his name is David Lockhart. He played football here at the U of A mm-hmm. as well, and he's got a son that's a recruit as well. Um, but he was out there. Uh, we were out at practice, and um, he was saying to me, he was like, you know what, man? He was like, it's different. I can, I can see the difference. And he was like, I was really impressed with what I saw just the way they were running practice and, you know, the tempo, um, the, the teaching and what, and, and then, you know, just the, the skill level that he saw out there, he saw some athletes out there and that's what I think is changing. And, and, you know, it, we, we all know at the end of the day, it's, it's about, you know, you you could have the greatest scheme in the world. Um, but you know, if you don't have those horses out there, you know, it doesn't matter what you're running and, and, and what's starting to happen now is you're starting to see a lot more horses out there on the field. And, and, and it's, I mean, it's, it doesn't take a, a genius to see that it's it's going to get better here and it's going to continue to improve because, you know, they, they're, they're focusing on the right things. And what's exciting, too, is that this isn't even your team. R.J. Luke, no relation to me, I know, hard to believe, isn't, uh, you know, isn't there yet. Um, you've got, uh, oh gosh, I'm just, I just draw a total blank on another big time play. Well, there's a lot of them, but um all these guys aren't even there yet, Lamont. And I think that's yeah. the part that, you know, you look at, you know, when fall camp hits, it's yep. it's gonna be it's gonna be something different. I think we just kind of take for granted now that everybody's here. You got other guys that are gonna be coming in here. Oh, no question about it. I mean, that's I mean, I'm like guys like Speedy Luke and, and you right. got Deuce, the two both deuces coming in. Those those guys are both right. good players, right? Come on, Edge. Um, you got a four-star kid out of Westlake, a pass rusher coming in here. Again, that's another kind of kid that you're not used to getting here in the last few years. Well, absolutely. And that's, that's the, the important thing. And so fall camp is going to, it's going to even kick up another few notches, but yeah, we, you, you're starting to see those players that you used to see. Those are the guys that you always would say, man, you could just get a few more of those guys on the team. You know, it, it's, we're getting those guys now. So that's, that's pretty exciting. That's definitely exciting to see the athleticism just to, to be starting out with that guy. It's, it's sometimes, you know, you take the approach, well, we can't get those guys. We have to go man, get a really small guy, maybe build him up and, and coach him up. But no, we're getting those dudes now. <laughs> so that's, that's exciting. Lamont, before we sign off, can I get a promise sometime this year that if uh, T-Mac catches a touchdown pass off of an alley-oop, you say shades of Jerron Kreiner, perhaps. I'll let you keep <laughs> the comparison. That was a great comparison because Jerron was the guy that, you know, if he if if the DB was right here and you threw the ball right there, Jerron was going to get it. I mean, that's all you just need to put it in the area. He was going to go up and get it. And and T Mac has got those type of ball skills. And I, you know, what's going to really be scary though. I, I didn't mean to go off another tangent, but he's in the weight room right now, man. and when he really starts to get that man strength, he's going to be he's going to be a problem. He's going to be a problem. And oh, and, and Keon, that's another one, man. Because mm-hmm. oh, I know his dad, Chester. Right. Chester was a heck of an athlete. Kian is 
every bit of that. And he's six five. I was gonna say he's got about five inches on him too. Oh man, he's a he's gonna be a mismatch. That's right. a guy that I'm excited about. I'm excited about because you know he's got the athleticism of a wide receiver, but he's six five and he's what two thirty already, right. and he's and he's gonna continue to grow. I mean, oh, he he's gonna be a beast. And you mentioned you you mentioned what T Mac's gonna look like when he starts getting that man strength. Keaton Burnett's yeah. the same exact way. You can see it right oh, now and what he's going to look like a year from now, two years from now. Oh, Have fun yeah. with that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's where it's at, man. Keep getting the dudes here, Jed. Jed is doing what he's supposed to do, right? bringing those dudes in. Lamont, I can't thank you enough for coming on. Um, love listening to you. Uh, means the world of giving me some of your time.